Hey you people, you're listening to the Split Screen Gaming Podcast, the occasionally weekly podcast where three lifelogs and friends correspond about video games from the comfort of their homes. I'm Holden DePardo. Hey y'all, I'm Chad Michael Lannis. And we were going to have Gene Simmons on with us tonight, but he cannot make it because he's too busy getting, getting laid. Man, Lucky that him. guy can lay so many eggs. <laughs> I'm proud of him. You know, chicken can lay an egg a day. Gene Simmons, count, countless, too many. Literally cannot count the number of eggs that he lays a day. Yep, that is, that is a fact. We have a good episode for you this week. We're going to be talking about some April Fool's jokes that yeah. some of the wonderful corporations in the video games world presented to us gamers. We also wouldn't tell you if it was a bad episode, so there's Yeah, that. that's, a, that's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, outside of that, we're going to do our usual news. News, news, news. But first, let's talk about what the hell we're playing. I think you have more things to say about what you're playing this week. I don't than I do. think I do. I, I'm going to give have... everyone on the audience, on the audience. Mm hmm. <laughs> what? That's it. I'm going to give everyone on the audience, have... end of sentence, a chance to guess. Oh, okay. Surprise, Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm really trying to finish this game. You're close, right? I'm, I have gotten to the point where they tell me this is the point of no return. Go do all your shit if you don't want to have to wait till the very end of the game to it, do it. And Chad doesn't he plays every side quest so he still has at least 50 hours before no, he will return back there stop again. it I've yes. played 44 hours so far and I have one side quest left to complete before I before I go on to the next thing oh man I so I thought I was lame for talking about Zelda every week but I've beaten that game I'm past that game you're still yeah, but you've on play, you've played it for like three times the length that I have so. no, that's not true that's irrelevant there was this is guy is it not true or is it not relevant it's neither true nor relevant is it near relevant that is not a word. It is now. Is that because of near autonomous? No? Okay. That's a stretch. What are you playing, Holden? <laughs> uh, I you know I've actually not played that much this week. I started uh, playing some more Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, I was so discouraged away from video games entirely. <laughs> <laughs> I know I haven't played that much this week. I haven't had that much time. I got a computer this week. I was having yeah! fun on my computer. Yeah, look at that. Brand new computer. It's not a typewriter. <laughs> I do have a typewriter for those who are listening. Yep. So yeah, not not much to talk about with games. On the typewriter, that's I'm, awesome. I want to do a full like uh, thing on Mass Effect Andromeda. I want to give it more of a chance. Uh, everyone at work who's been playing it says it's not as bad as people have said yeah. online. But everyone agrees it's the worst Mass Effect game. Uh, yeah, it's the worst Mass Effect. But it's also it suffers from the fact that. This is a time where there are so many great things. And I actually have yeah. this in the list to talk about today. Is, yeah, we're going to talk about... Is this the best quarter one of all yeah. time? We'll we'll get to that. It didn't end on a high note, That that's for sure. <clears throat> yep. But well, I'll just... All right, just to go a little bit into Mass Effect. The story is the most disappointing part to me so far. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. And that's... That's I, not I, appointing. I'm not appointed. <laughs> I thought it would be... Okay, the facial animations aren't that great, but I still have this great story leading me along the way. There's a glaring plot hole in the beginning for me that maybe I just missed something and didn't pay attention to it. Um, I'll say this as unspoilery as possible. <clears throat> There's a point in the beginning of the game where you land on a planet. Oh, come on. <laughs> There's planets I wanted Mass to Effect, play this. And when you land there, you crash and your helmet cracks. And it's this really cool scene where he takes his bio tool and like runs it over his helmet and repairs the glass. And you're like, yeah, he's okay because we're in the future. And then... Later on in that mission, same same exact mission, like a like a, an hour and a half into the gameplay, maybe they give you like an hour. You are with another character, without spoiling who these characters are. You both crash 
your both your helmet or one of your helmets breaks. But this time it's like the other guy goes, "No, you wear my helmet. You must go on." I'm like, "But you just fixed the helmet <laughs> like an hour ago. Why is that not possible anymore?" Because conveniently, this character has to die to kind of pass the torch along and have her hero go on his hero's journey. I'm like, "That's really lame." They could have thought of so many more reasons for a character to die. You don't understand the future, Holden. <laughs> there are some things that just don't work the way that, that we, they do on Earth. That's that's a great point. Um, yep. It was disappointing, and then I got a. I, I think either I again I don't understand the game, or I think I've already come across a, a, a mission breaking blah a mission breaking bug. In the second mission of the game, really, that's yeah. what I've heard a lot. Is like, there will often be times when it's like your objective is to kill everyone, and then you kill everyone, and then it still says kill everyone, and you're like, but I did. Yeah, and then if you kill happened. yourself, and then re kill everyone for some reason, it pops. Uh, but that's actually pretty much almost exactly what's happening to me. It's like a little yeah. puzzle I had to do, and I think I solved it because I can't choose the puzzle again. <laughs> but nothing has happened. It's it's really disappointing. It totally it seriously did discourage me from going back in and playing it. But I I want to keep going because I'm right at that point where it's about to open up. Well, let's take a good old segue tour from your story about disappointment in Mass Effect to our news segment. Which means you've already stole a story from me. I can already tell where this is going. You yeah. stole a story from Bioware me. BioWare responds to Mass Effect and Dramata Feedback teases new info next week, which the time that we're recording this today, which is April 2nd, means that it's actually coming in two days. Uh, so BioWare basically says, hey, listen, we get it. You have some problems with our games. Some animations are weird. Some missions are breaking. They are revealing immediate plans on April 4th to improve the game. The official quote is, It's been a week since we've officially launched Mass Effect Andromeda Worldwide, and we couldn't be more excited that our fans are finally experiencing everything we've worked so hard to create. We've received quite a bit of feedback, some of it positive and some of it critical. That feedback is an important part of our ongoing support for the game, and we can't wait to share more of our immediate plans with you on Tuesday, April 4th. So to be clear, they're not fixing the game on Tuesday. They are announcing their plans to immediately fix it. To immediately fix it. <laughs> so I'm... Uh, that's exactly what I was waiting for. I'm waiting to play Mass Effect until they fix the shit right at launch. Um, that way I can play a game that's not broken and I can enjoy it for what they intended it to be. The the, the stuff that people are complaining about, I don't think are things that are fixable. Like that story aspect to me, not fixable. The facial animations, they're, they're not great. They're definitely not great. It definitely seems like a PS2, PS3 uh, era game. I don't know if that's going to make a huge difference for this. Those issues are not just bug fixes and stuff. They're inherent core problems with the game. Yeah. Like that problems engine. in a quotation. Like it's it's a fine game. It's not revoltingly terrible. Yeah. It's just not it's just not Mass what Effect. we're what we're used to from Mass Effect and it's not what it needs to be to hold up against everything else right now. Exactly. Here's a company that uh, did update their game to make it better. Tell me about it. Nintendo has an update for Breath of the Wild. Oh my god, I could kiss you on the eyes for how great that segue was. Adjustments have been made to make for a more pleasant gaming experience. That's the whole note. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole update note. But no, it actually fixed the frame rate problems. Yeah. And it is completely solved. Perfect. And it always makes a software problem to me because why would it only happen in handheld mode when the console has less power? It runs better, but it has less power. Yeah. Didn't make any sense, but it fixed now. In one particular area of the game, I was particularly bad with the frame rate. Um, it's still a little choppy, but like, n- not noticeable. Cool. Yeah. So that's way good. to go, Nintendo. Remember when Nintendo couldn't patch games? Yeah. Like, uh, 
there was what, what was it Metroid Other M? There was a Metroid game where like if you did a certain thing, then you couldn't progress past the door, and their fix was to send in your system or the memory card you had it saved on. They would fix the bug and send back your memory card. And they offered that because they knew no one would do it. <laughs> yep. Do you not want to have any of your saves for like a good two weeks? <laughs> do you need to save your game? No. Hey, y'all. Y'all know Mad Cats? If you grew You're up with a family. stealing all my stories You grew today. up with a family and you were the younger one or the shittier person in your family. You probably played with the Mad Cats controller while everyone else got the official one. <laughs> well, no longer do families have to suffer through Mad Cats because they're filing for bankruptcy. You may have noticed them, uh, may remember them from Rock Band. Uh, they helped revive that Rock Band series for a very short-lived little week or two with Rock Band 4, and they made all the accessories yeah. for it. But they officially filed for bankruptcy, so we will no longer be seeing their third-party peripherals. They were they always had peripherals out for new systems and stuff. Always, they? yeah. yeah. And they were reliable. always like... I, them being around was reliable. Yeah. <laughs> Not the products themselves. <laughs> Did you ever have a Mad Cats device or ever? Ever? I had a. We had a Mad Cats Xbox One, not Xbox One, the original Xbox controller, uh, which yeah, of course, was the inferior controller. Uh, and then I think we had a Mad Cats N sixty four controller. I don't remember them ever being that much cheaper. They usually were a good like ten bucks cheaper. I'll spend the ten extra dollars for a good controller. Well, you would as an adult now, but Mom wouldn't when she's cheap. That's a great point, because what does it matter? It's still got the X and Y color buttons. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly, Chad. I love you, Mom. <laughs> Holden, tell me another story. Tell me a uh, bedtime do story. I, do I have stories? I don't Sing even me know to sleep with a I, new I story about stories. video games. Okay, here's one I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. We were talking mm-hmm. about games that don't use an enema, uh, nemesis system. An enema system? An enema tell system. me about a game that doesn't have an enema system, Holden. First of all, let's try to think of a game real quick. Is there a game that does have an enema system? Um, I'm trying to think of games that are rated A. <laughs> A-O for... Oh, man. Sorry. That would be really funny. Like, it's like a... <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo introduced the Vitality Sensor. <laughs> Can you think of a game that has geysers in it? Geysers? Not nah, Kelly. No. Geysers in it. Okay. The Nemesis <laughs> System. There were no games of the Nemesis System. But Bioshock creator Ken Levine compares new game to Kenny much L. more ambitious Shadow of Mordor. Nemesis. The word you're looking for is Enema. Enema System. That I'm never going to let that down. You're going to tell it that you work every day. <laughs> No, I'll probably forget it right after I finish the sentence. Well, Ken Levine is saying that his next game is going to basically have a version of the Nemesis system from Shadow of Mordor, which, again, we were talking about we we wanted a system like that in other games. It sounded really cool, but he's doing it. I think last week or week before I was talking about how he wants to do a narrative-based game that, that has high replayability. Yeah. And he doesn't go into a lot of details here, but basically he wants it so that you the world response to your actions he had a term for it it was was like radical something uh radical recognition where your actions in the world the world will give you feedback based on your actions so not just like dialogue options and stuff but your literal behaviors in the game will have an impact on the story and narrative of the game in the future that's pretty cool. It's very cool. And if they're talking about it this much right now, like knowing Ken Levine and how hush and quiet he is, this game is going to be shown this year, I think. I'm predicting it right now. I mean, he's been talking about it for a while. 
Oh, so he's been working with that studio now since just after Bioshock yeah, Infinite. Exactly. Yeah, he hasn't been done anything or released anything since Bioshock Infinite. And I'm sure a lot of that time was R and D and figuring out how Bioshock the fuck they're Vita. gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's gonna be a Final Fantasy Tactics style game. Yep. That sounds. I'm glad they didn't make it. That sounds like any fan of Bioshock would have been like, "Oh fuck, uh, no, <laughs> I'm not playing that." Anyway, so that's exciting to me that the Nemesis system is coming to another game essentially, under the name of Radical Recognition. Recognition. Uh, did you know that the word radical is also the name of the square root symbol? Really? It's called not... a radical. I did not know that. Yeah. Hey, do you like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. <laughs> I don't. Great. Well, fuck that story. <laughs> Just kidding. No, if you like comic books on your game console for some reason, because that's definitely the optimal way to read comic books. Oh, no. You can do that now on Xbox One. So Apple TV actually has comic book capabilities. It's, yes. It's kind of cool. Well, there are a select few in this motion comic thing. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this is that because okay. IDW Comics is bringing over 4,000 comic books to your console. I doubt they went in and like did panel by panel and zoomed in. Like There's like, a really cool experience to do that with, uh, but I don't know if this is going to be that. You can download 10 free comics on your Xbox One right now through April 7th. If you like uh, TMNT, Lock and Key, Dave with a 4 for the A, very clever. Star Trek, Ghostbusters, Gem, Fear and Loathing, Transformers R.I.D., and Transformers Muta Muta E, or Judge Dredd. Any of those, if you're interested in reading comic books on your TV through your Xbox, you can now. Because Xbox is not just a game system, it's also TV, TV, entertainment, sports, 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 TV, and now comics. They have all the. It is your one-stop solution for all of your entertainment needs. Yep. Imagine taking your Xbox One on the go to read comics. Oh wait, I can only imagine when I so, take oh, go. Uh, this is my last story because you stole. Are you kidding three me? Of mine, yeah. You you have a lot, almost oh, all the same stories on. as me. No, don't worry. Uh, three of my stories are actually April Fool's stuff. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I only have two stories left. <laughs> so. Jonathan Blow, the creator of Braid and the Witness. And the movie Blow is named after him. <laughs> and the drug. Uh, that is very inaccurate. Well, tomato, tomato. Sure. He has a new game coming out. He has started hiring for it. And that is the story. Great. So when you pick a story, you have a real high bar set, don't you? I have you? a very high bar. I'm excited very about Very good. I, I'm excited. You had one about comics. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of high bars, uh, if you're interested in Final Fantasy XIV and that lore, you have a brand new Netflix TV show based on that coming to you, which is kind of interesting. Wait, so that's story number one. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV's TV series oh. is heading to Netflix. I thought you were, that was your April Fool's one for a second. Nope. That's a real that, life story. Yeah, it's called, Wait. It's called Daddy... Is coming or something? Yet, what is it? It's, it's something you know really what? stupid. It did come out on March 31st. This thing did. Maybe thing it is did? in April Fool's. Premieres in April in Japan. Daddy of Light. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't think Final that's Fantasy an April 14, Fool's Daddy thing. of Light. I don't think it's an April Fool's thing either. It's not. It's not. That's totally legit. So, yeah, that's a thing now. If you want to play Daddy of Light, Go for it. Um, oh, so big piece of news. Last week we talked about 
Destiny 2 getting a teaser trailer. It came out. Uh, the actual trailer trailer came out, and it has got a release date officially September 8th. So the rumors were correct. Rumors surprise, were correct. Surprise, surprise. The leaked materials were correct. Surprise, there's more leaked material about the game. Uh, GameStop, an internal memo, has leaked saying that their first two expansions are planned for winter of 2017 and spring of 2018. Oh, that's pretty quick. Yeah. That's kind of how the, the first one, House of Wolves, came out in, I think, November. Or maybe that's right. I guess Taken King was a little bit more than just, like, an expansion. Yeah. It was, like, that was, I guess it's an expansion, but it was much larger in scale. Yeah. So, yeah, they need to get their shit together and stop leaking stuff. Or GameStop just needs to be No, but about. some of the times these companies leak that stuff on purpose, though. Yeah, I don't know, though. I feel like they would want to take the reins and say, hey, this is our cool new game, rather than, oh, this is a phone picture taken to the top of a thing in French. <laughs> So that's all so, my news stories. That's all your news stories. That's all the news that ever happened, ever. aside from our political state. So That was our political state. These issues matter. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we have a fun new segment. Wait, what's coming up next? I don't know. April you Fool's. April Fool's. So there's a lot of fun stuff that happens on April Fool's Day. So that fun new segment, it's gone. <laughs> we'll come back to it later on. You don't trust anything you read on the internet. On Except April on Fool's no, day. no, no. That's the only day to trust things you read on the internet. No, that's that's the one day when everybody thinks double checks. Like, wait, is this an April Fool's thing? When really they should be doing that every day with all the fake news going around. <laughs> but this is the one day they actually do. You know, I never thought about that. That's totally true. People really, <laughs> yep. like, oh, it's April Fool's. Let me let me read is a little more into this. Is this actually true? It's actually true. But no one does it on a normal day. They nope. just trust it. That's They're really just like, fun. oh, I read the headline on someone's Facebook feed who's a racist, so I'm going to repost it, and it's true. <laughs> Um, so we wanted to talk about some Breitbart, the- <laughs> great summers. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So we wanted to talk about some of the best April Fool's video game stuff this year, as well as, of course, give honorable mention to 2008's Legend of Zelda movie trailer. <laughs> I remember when that thing came out, I was fooled as well. And that, you had mentioned you did. Yeah, you that like, was, I think, is still the best April Fool's joke, yeah. hands down. IGN has always done something really big for April Fool's Day. Make some like really never high budget been stuff. Near like this, I didn't like theirs this year. The GTA one. Yeah, GTA on AMC. It was a like a minute long trailer, but there were so many cuts. Yeah, it was really hard to like take it seriously. I have a feeling they used like a lot of stock footage and things like that. So that was to keep you from realizing that it was stock footage. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's go through a couple of these that came out this year. Do you have any of them written down, or you have the note? We're looking at the same note. Yeah, like the same note. Um, do you? So I want to. I want to share one particular that. I'm gonna let you share the Dark Souls one. Yeah, that's the one that I have a little bit of a rant on. Okay, go. <laughs> so, um, I actually don't have the thing pulled up right now. Let me, oh, goddamn! Pull it up. All right, well, let's get to that one. I have one pulled up right now. Okay. It is uh, Nvidia GeForce GTX G Assist. Have you heard about this one? I'm sorry. That was a lot of jizz. I know. Oh, sorry, I did not mean to say jizz. I meant to say jizz. NVIDIA GeForce okay. GTX G Assist. Okay. They have a chip just called, a graphics card called the GeForce. Right, right. Um, the GeForce Assist takes advantage of cutting-edge NVIDIA of artificial intelligence to bring you the next revolution in gaming for... 10,080 games. It comes with a variety of next-level features. GeForce Ghost Play. You never leave your teammates behind with you again. Pizza the door, nature calls. Ghost Play will take over and play at your skill level <laughs> until you return. <laughs> Once per game, Boss Boost will automatically destroy an enemy and automatically turn on Shadow Play to capture your decisive victory. And um, GeForce Game Train. No longer will you have to watch YouTube tutorials to get better. Now you can learn from the best and the best... 
best of the best, all in game with helpful pointers and casual cues. So this new graphics card will just like tell you how to be better at the game and play for you at the same time. <laughs> uh, I thought a, that was good. A fun one from PlayStationLifestyle.net, and the title is. Guitar Hero Hero announced. Yeah, saw that one. Uh, I'll read a couple of good things from it. There's this quote. Some people weren't good at jumping on turtles, so Nintendo gave them Mario. <laughs> Harmonics King and President Fred Guitarsman said. Fred Guitarsman. <laughs> <laughs> some people aren't good at playing guitar, so we made Guitar Hero. And some people aren't good at playing Guitar Hero, so now we're making Guitar Hero Hero. And then there's another quote here that says... Uh, this brought developer harmonics to an interesting question. What about people who want the feeling of being good at Guitar Hero? In the newly announced Guitar Hero Hero, you'll take on the role of a gamer playing Guitar Hero. You'll see what's on the screen. You'll see, sorry, you'll see what the on-screen character picks and help him or her struggle through the gradual creation of muscle memory required to master its toughest, tri- toughest tricks and sickest solos. I thought that was pretty funny. Guitar Hero Hero, you guys. You got that Dark Souls one up yet? I got it, yeah. Yeah. So Dark Souls tweets, Dark Souls 3 coming to Nintendo Switch. Check out the unveiling on Twitch stream now. To be to be completely transparent, yeah. Dark Souls did not actually tweet that. That's yeah. a photoshopped picture of Dark Souls tweeting yes. that. Yes, yes. The first... Um, where is it? Okay, so taking taking notes from Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, all combat will be done via undocked Joy-Con controllers. This means to attack, block, and parry, players will have to melee the correct motions with their controllers, which is intended to add more realistic experience to the gameplay. Other potential uses for the Joy-Con motion controls include, but are not limited to, drinking Estus, writing down messages, doing emotes, picking up items, and dodge rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Miyazaki also brought up interest in the feature designed um, import players Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2 save files to add a plethora of items that are not present in Dark Souls 3. Some items in the list might be added in the future um, in the future include life gems, phosphorus lockstones, and human effigies, meaning that Halloween is now going to return to Dark Souls 3, which that was the one where I'm like, I was buying the story at first, but yeah. I was reading it, and I'm like, no, why are they adding that feature to Dark Souls? I didn't like that in Dark Souls 2. And then, um, and then it hit me that it was a joke. But this is so is still happening. They're still they're still gonna do Dark Souls three on the Switch. The rumor has got to be true. <laughs> I want it to be true so bad. It's not gonna be true. It's gonna be true, it's Chad. It's not gonna be. True. I know it's not gonna be. But I can I can hope and dream. This is a this is the best one I think of the whole batch. Yeah, definitely. Because it played off a rumor that's really like at least passionate to me, and I'm sure passionate to a lot of people that yep. you see it and you're like, oh, I have heard about this. This is probably legitimate. <laughs> yep. There's one more part of it I liked. I don't know if you saw this one, but it was that um. Where was it? There will be a Switch exclusive tweak or Switch Switch ex- exclusive DLC that will go into great detail on how Bloodborne fits into the Dark Souls universe. <laughs> yes. I loved that. That was a great little touch. Uh, so I just want to kind of go and, and mention a couple of other good ones that were out there. One, there's a video of how to pilot a Guardian in Zelda Breath of the Wild. And That's actually legitimate. Uh, this says it's unfortunately a complete fabrication. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I saw the video online and it looked pretty legit. Yep. Wow. Okay, I fell for that one. Yep. Hardcore. Fell for that one. April Fools. <laughs> well, no, because it seemed like a glitch. It's like you, based on where you stand on top of the guardian, he'll start to like move around. Well, I guess it's wrong. So Aww. you're a loser. I haven't tried it yet. That'd be even funnier if I tried it. <laughs> Zelda. <laughs> now that I did, I would never do that. There's another one called Yet Another Fire Emblem Game. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nintendo's, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Fire Emblem Battle of Revolution. Yeah, it's 8-bit and it's for 3DS and Switch. Yep. 
if you logged onto Google Maps, there was Mrs. Pac-Man. I'm sorry, Ms. Pac-Man. They do that like every year. Uh, it was Pac-Man a couple years ago. Oh. Last year, it was Pokemon. You could catch Pokemon on there, and then that became, well, they had plans for Pokemon Go long before that, but. Uh, yeah, that's so right. This... And then Niantic took the code from the Google Maps April Fool's prank <laughs> and turned it into Pokemon Go. That's how it happened. Science. Science. Actually, they did use a separate game. They In the made. words of and a great man, Jesse Pinkman, science, bitch. Science, bitch. God, what a good show. Great show. Perfect show. So, uh, yeah, April Fool's Day. Fun stuff. Never trust anything you read. I trust every single little thing that I read, especially on April 1st. All the things. Hey, Holden. I have a question for you. Oh, what do you question for me? Have blah blah what question blah 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 blah. I can't talk to L today. I've really struggled talking today. What questions do you have for me, Chad? Holden. Yeah. Is this the best quarter one of all time? I would say it's the best quarter of all time. Best quarter of all time. I would go that far. So quarter one, twenty seventeen. It's fucking great. Is fantastic. It's There's not fantastic. a lot of good shit it's coming great. out. Um. I kind of have a, a little caveat. It's fucking yep. great if you are not an Xbox owner. No, they had Resident Evil 7 <laughs> <laughs> and Mass Effect. Uh, in quarter 1 2017, everything that's like getting delayed and things like that is finally coming out in, in this first part of the year, and it has been jam-packed. Let's just kind of go through real quick everything kind of big that's been released in quarter 1 2017. We've had Resident Evil 7. We had Neo, which was a PS4 exclusive. We had Near Automata, we had Mass Effect Andromeda, Near Automata, Mass Effect Andromeda, rhymes, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, the Nintendo Switch in general, Horizon Zero Dawn, For Honor was a big game that got a lot of really good reviews, not a lot of sales I believe, but uh, but all of these really high-ranking, huge AAA games coming out in the first three months. This is something that like three years ago it would be unheard of that if you put out your game in January or February, it was basically sent out to die. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Gravity Rush came out. Gravity Rush 2 also came out in this first quarter. So it's it has been a freaking stellar quarter one. It doesn't usually... This is usually a s- slower period, and then like spring some stuff happens, then summer is kind of quiet, and then fall. Right. Usually like April is, is when a couple high-profile things will drop, and then yeah. everyone's waiting for holiday. But we saw this kind of start last year as well with... Um, I want to say Days Gone, but I know that's not right because that's the PS4 exclusive that's coming out. What's the zombie one? Dying Light. Dying I heard Light. that was really good. I really want to play that. came out in January and sold really, really well. And I think that's when and Bloodborne came out in February of 2016. No, Dark Souls came out last year. Bloodborne was... Bloodborne the was February of 2015. Yeah. Dark Souls was March, I think, of last year, 2016. All more evidence so, we're going to get a Dark Souls game any day now oh on the God, Switch. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been it's, a year. It's now <laughs> building up to become more than, like, a, a better time for games than quarter four, which is used to be, like, the only time people would buy video games is during the yeah. holidays. I was just thinking about it. I think 2012, fall 2012 was the last really solid time frame for games. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I love quarter one. And if we go through these, these are things that came to all systems. Resident Evil 7. Well. Although there was the PS4 VR. We should, we should specify mode. not Switch, not, not Nintendo. Not, not, sorry. Not Nintendo Multi-platform, stuff. but not Nintendo. Mass Effect you got on Xbox. For Honor you got on Xbox. Yeah. Which were three 
Resident Evil 7 was great. Mass Effect is having some trouble. And Four Honor got really great critical reviews. Um, Even, um, what was it? Ghost Recon Wildlands? Is it Ghost Recon? Oh, yeah. That snuck under there. Yeah, it wasn't like an amazingly well-reviewed game, but it was still like a pretty big release. Yeah. I totally didn't even realize that came out. Yeah. But I guess, yeah. But it's because there are so many good games we missed I know. It. It's jam-packed. And this is one of the problems I have is, like, I'm not going to actually get around to Mass Effect for a while. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. For Honor. Just I didn't wait for Andromeda for 2 Honor, to come Andromeda. out. They'll be much more <laughs> yeah, wild. You're right. You're right. So, yeah, quarter one 2017 is shaping up to be great, which makes me really excited for E3. Like, this makes it, mm-hmm. rather than, like, hi, this is E3, it's tough to say this is a game that's coming out in three or four months for holiday, but it is a little easier to say this is a game that we have coming out, and it's coming out in nine or ten months, in quarter one 2018. Yeah. So we might be able to see a lot more things that are, like, have a a nice release window coming out of E3 that gets us really excited. I think even, not that the Switch will have a huge impact on this, but I think even just having um, the Switch launch in the spring, which doesn't ever typically happen with any sort of console makes this time of year viable for big game launches. If they can release a whole system and it sells as well as it did, Breath of the Wild sold incredibly well. Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn sold incredibly well. This might be a big sales time for games yeah. now, which means companies are going to want to put games here. Well, now all the time is good sales time. Well, also which think- fucking sucks for my wallet. Because <laughs> there are good games all year round. And it sucks because now I have to miss some high-profile games that I was really looking forward to because I just don't have time for them. Yeah, that's that's kind of always been the case though. There's always some games you kind of have to sacrifice. But you would always have like the summer be like, okay, now I can knock out some of the things in my back catalog mm-hmm. that I was summer, waiting to get around summer to. Summer still but... exists. <laughs> yeah, but it's I mean we still have things coming out in the summer. I don't have like a list of things in front of me, but we had Arkham Knight last year coming out right around E3. We had Last of Us coming that's out the summer uh, a couple summers ago. Uh, so summer is starting to become a big Splatoon platform. 2 is coming out this <laughs> summer <laughs> we've got Destiny coming out in September we've got That's fall. something high profile was announced in eight, or August I don't remember what it was Shadow of War uh, Shadow, oh, Shadow yeah. of War. War Shadow of War so yeah, things are starting to take over summer yeah as well That's, that's... yeah August is an early release for a game like that yeah usually June, July are pretty barren but August is starting to ter- go into that territory yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. May, there's a lot of great stuff coming up. We got Prey. Prey. Yeah. Yeah, that's That game great. looks cool as shit. Can't wait. Oh, they haven't shown that much of it. I fear it looks really cool for the first 15 minutes that they showed, and then downhill. That sound effect was necessary. That was either a plane going down or a cat, as you're pointing out, or a cat pilot in a plane, and this it's is crashing. This underwater. <laughs> Our audience of 10 people is no idea what's happening right now. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome, everyone. Yeah, quarter one, 17, 2017. You rock. It's great. It's officially so quarter two now. Is it officially quarter two now? Well, it's it, April. This quarter has sucked so far. No good games have come out in the past yeah, day. This was like the North Dakota state quarter. <laughs> and next topic. <laughs> We have a good old game of America's favorite pastime, Mary Fuck Kill. I actually have never played this game You've before. You've never played this game before? You've never mm-hmm. even thought about, man, I would love to marry that girl. I would love to fuck that person. I would mm-hmm. love to kill that man. 
whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. To whomever. You've never thought about that in your head before with no. three people. Well, I mean, I've with some kind of relation. Never never together as one topic. I've always been like, man, fuck that guy. I want to kill that guy. But I've never I've been like, but the person next to him will marry him. Hold on. You're not an American yet, but tonight you're going to become one. I'm going to deflower you. You're going to deflower me? That's Are you ready? American? Okay. Shoot I've got me. five rounds of people. All right. The name of the game is Marry, Fuck, Kill. Yep. One of these people you have to marry. I, I One of these people you have to fuck. I get that much. And one of these people you have to kill. It's not necessarily a, a passionate marriage. You don't get to have sex all the time with this, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's what the fuck is. It's going to be a nice, passionate... <clears throat> and then you have to kill that other person. Okay. Uh, so we've got some things in here. <laughs> We're going to start with a nice, easy one. So we've got Cortana. Okay. Zelda, specifically from Ocarina of Time. Okay. Who, keep in mind, she has a badass chic side. It's true. And Bayonetta. Marry, fuck, kill, and why? I'm going to say kill Bayonetta because I'm not too familiar with Bayonetta. And she'd probably kick my ass from my understanding. Um, but then again, I want to kill Zelda Sheik. Because why do you want to kill Zelda Sheik? Because two-sided. I don't know who I could trust there. Oh, yep. Yep, that bitch is two-faced. Yep. Yep. So I, I'll say this. I'm going to marry Cortana. I like I like smart women. Okay. Cortana's okay. very smart. Okay. So Cortana there. Um, and I, you know what? I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna fuck Zelda. Fuck Zelda as Zelda or Sheik. As Zelda. Okay. Yeah. And then Bayonetta can can die. I think I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna marry. Oh gosh, this is hard. I'm gonna marry Zelda. Okay. I'm gonna fuck Cortana, because first of all, she's from the future. I'm sure she's learned a lot of cool things over those years that she can teach me in bed. <laughs> There's also like if you're doing her, she has like six thousand other partners. Exactly. It's like the it's like her. She knows she knows what she's doing. Uh and then yeah, kill Bayonetta. So Bayonetta dies either way. And fuck Bayonetta. I mean kill Bayonetta, but fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was round one. Round two. Princess Peach, mm-hmm. Princess Daisy, and Toadette. Ooh. I don't want to marry or fuck Toadette, but I feel bad that <laughs> I'm gonna kill Toadette. <laughs> so, um I'm I'm just gonna fuck Peach because <laughs> Because I'm so not marrying mar- Toadette because that would be like some bestiality. What are they? I what don't are toads? Know. I think it's what you see when you eat mushrooms. That's <laughs> what, what it is. You so it, I'm I'm marrying Daisy because Peach is always getting in trouble and I don't have time to have that nonsense in my life. Okay. So okay. marrying Daisy fucking peach killing toadette so here's what i'm gonna do i have to marry peach why i have to marry peach, peach is kind of worthless but think about it you're spending the rest of your life with one of these women mm-hmm. and think about their voice voices They're- hi i'm princess peach this is daisy in mario kart oh all right and this yeah. is toadette hi i'm toadette if you have to listen to one of those women <laughs> chew you out for the rest of your life <laughs> i want this one chad would you cook me dinner? Of course I would, Peach. You lovely, lovely Peach. That so I'm going to marry Peach. It's compelling. It's very compelling. And then just because I've had too many fucking Mario Kart matches where I drove as Daisy because she was good in the game, but I had to listen to her every time she went over a hill. All right! I have to fucking kill that bitch. <laughs> I have to kill her. That's my wife, you asshole. <laughs> and then I fucked Toadette because I want to learn what that's like. It'll be a new experience. You're like, who knows? Maybe I'll like, like 
You're gonna hold on to her fungus braids. <laughs> she has pigtails. That is the thing. They're fungus braids. They're made fungus. of fungus. Ugh, gross. What? That's what a mushroom is. It's fungus. All right, now we're gonna get a little bit weird. Uh oh. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. We weren't already weird, fucking Toadette. It gets weird. All right. Zora. Which Zora? A Zora. Just like a generic Zora. Okay. A generic Goron. Okay. Or a Gerudo pirate. All right, they're Gerudo thieves. Sorry. Thieves. Get it right, Chad. Wait a minute. Um, what about Majora's Mask? Are they still quote-unquote thieves? Or I thought they were pirates. Uh, I actually never fully beat Majora's Mask. Uh, so you know so more we're going to say that I'm right until you beat Majora's Mask. Okay, but they're mostly thieves. It's like the thieves hide out in Ocarina of Time. Um, that's just a thing. Your thing. So. And you should also see what they're like in Breath of the Wild. They're way different. Okay. So I would say the the Gerudo in Breath of the Wild seem far too clingy for me. <laughs> if you play the game, you will know exactly what I mean. Okay. They're all looking for a vow, which is a man. Oh. They take classes on how to properly talk to a man. Oh. So I'm going to say fuck the Gerudo. <laughs> <laughs> and Zora the Goron. That one's tough. You go. I want to think about okay, this one. Okay. I'm going to marry Azora. Okay. I'm marrying Azora because they're all really great at music. I'm also, here's a reason not to marry a Goron. I don't want to eat rocks for the rest of my life. <laughs> rocks and bombs. Yep. Yeah. Here's dinner. Oh, I can't eat any of this because I have teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, marry Azora. Because you know when you go into the, in the, the Zora's domain and it's like, and it's got that little bossa nova music going on. Yeah, that doesn't sound anything like the song, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, well, I couldn't do it for copyright reasons, obviously. <laughs> and then in, when you're like playing in the band and you have like the fish skeleton guitar, and like, yeah, yep. yeah. All so right. Zora, right. fair enough. Fair uh, enough. Kill the Goron because they would crush me during sex. Yeah. Uh, and then fuck the Gerudo pirate. I think we were going to agree on that one. I'm yeah. going to I'm going to marry the Zora as well because here's you're right. That music, the. <laughs> this is like chickens in Arrested Development. <laughs> we all have a different way of doing it. I think that'd be awesome being like <laughs> chickens don't clap. Like, um, like, hey, honey, follow the roses into the candlelit room, and the <laughs> song is playing. It's all romantic and great. All right, there we go. People all right, agree. two more. Are you ready? Yeah. Because we are not heteronormative, we're gonna do Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War, <laughs> Master Chief, and Nathan Drake. Oh gosh! All right. Um, Nathan Drake's a sexy dude, so we'll he fuck is him. a sexy mofo. We will, fuck and he's him. witty. Yeah, that's a good point. So I, I'll say this: I'm gonna I'm gonna kill Master Chief. Okay. Because no personality, None. I can't can't marry him. And also, he doesn't have a face. He's just a, a giant suit. Well, no. In a certain ending, I think you see his face. I okay. think. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know that series that well. And you certainly can't stick your dick in him. <laughs> <laughs> so. Not doing that. Marcus Phoenix. Well, you would obviously be the bottom in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> no way. You know, the big grin of, no, uh, you'd be surprised. Uh, you know, Master Chief likes a good dominant person to take over Do you think him. that he has, like, a little flap that opens up down there? Or does he have to take he off has all the, of his He armor? has that cup. I imagine he just, like, <laughs> like takes it off. <laughs> it's a cod piece. It's a cod piece, yeah. Yep. So I'm going to fuck Nathan Drake. I'm going to kill Master Chief, which just makes me marrying Marcus Phoenix by default, which means I'm in a very unhappy marriage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I'm gonna marry Nathan Drake. Okay. Because dude's charming. He's witty as hell, so he's gonna make me laugh. And I would love to spend my life sitting on the couch with him playing Crash Bandicoot. 
That sounds like a good life. He's already married, though. And I don't yeah, want to be a homewrecker. I guess I'm by fucking him. I'm already a homewrecker. Yeah. But I just can't do that to his daughter. For the same reason that I'm going to kill a Goron, I'm going to kill Marcus Phoenix because he would crush me during sex. So I can't. You'd have him. a sexless marriage in my case. <laughs> his neck is the size of four people's midsections. So. <laughs> um, and then that would make me fuck Master Chief. All right. So I would have to fuck Master Chief somehow. Good luck. Yeah. I, like I said, you can't fit your dick anywhere in that suit. It just doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work. It's going to ram it against a piece of plastic. <laughs> it's going to be a very, very poor... Just lots of grinding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more. All right. This one's going to go retro. Ms. Pac-Man. Okay. Q-Bert. Q-Bert? Yep. I don't know Q-Bert. The little orange thing with the nozzle <laughs> on his head. He hops on little platforms. Yep, I know Q-Bert now. And... Uh, Snake from the game Snake, not like Solid Snake, the one that like goes up around and eats dots on the screen. Well, I'll say right now, I'm gonna fuck Cuber because I bet he blows really good. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I had to do that. I'm not usually like this. You you get in this this side out of me, Chad, that doesn't exist. Um, gotta put your wiener in that nozzle. You have to put your wiener in that right nozzle. In his nozzle. Snake because he can't trust. I can't marry a snake because he can't Ooh. trust a snake. And then Miss Pac-Man. I'll marry Miss Pac-Man. I'm gonna marry Miss Pac-Man as well. She's a breadwinner. She's going out to you know get the food. She's gonna bring back home the cherries and all that. Yeah, I feel like Snake would be an enabler for me. I have an addiction to food, and every time I see food or food is there, I will eat it. And that's all Snake fucking does. She's like, oh, I'm gonna eat this piece of food. Whoop, and I get bigger and fatter. Piece of food. Whoop, bigger and fatter. And that's literally the entire game of Snake. Isn't that also um, how Miss Pac-Man works? Why yeah, but she just she just eats it. Mine's getting bigger and, and fatter. it out. She doesn't get bigger or fatter, though. Are you trying to make me body shame? Yeah, you should feel oh shame God. to your body because you are way more fit than I am. So let's marry, fuck, kill. How was, was that it? Was, that was fun. I had that a good was time. fun? That was yeah. fun. I had a good time with that, yeah. Cool. I'm yeah. glad you did. You, yeah, there's a whole new side of me I didn't even know existed. I can't believe I'm going to stick my a dick in that nozzle. A whole new world. Don't you dare close your thighs. <laughs> That'll be our theme song. What's our next segment, Chad? What our we next doing segment, next? we've got. We're gonna wrap it up with some. Uh, ooh, this is a quick show today. Is it a quick show today? It is a quick show today. Oh, we're at uh, forty-two minutes right now. Wow, it's short. Yeah, we well, it's because 40- you came in with like half of a news story. Well, because you stole all my news stories. <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna have a special guest. Um, speaking of, stay tuned for the next few weeks. We're gonna have some fun stuff happening. We've got yeah. a special guest for a spoiler discussion. For mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, now yep. that everyone has put in 300 hours and they've finally gotten what they think they're going to get out of the game, we're going to talk about it. Uh, Can I say something funny, actually, about yes. that? Yes. So there's this guy on YouTube. 300 hours would trigger this for me. Yeah. Um, we have time, so I figured we can talk right now. Yeah. There's this guy called, I can't remember his first name, but he's called The Completionist, and his whole thing is that he beats like games 100% to its fullest degree. He has put in 300 hours. I have more shrines than him. <laughs> I have double the Korok seeds that he has, and he's only done one Divine Beast. So he's just not good at the game? I, I don't get it. He's supposed to be, like, or the best. Or is doing everything, does that include, like, touching every blade He of is grass. doing the Hyrule Compendium. He has two-thirds of that. That's, like, taking pictures of, like, oh. different types of foxes you see across the world and stuff. You don't take pictures of foxes? No, because I have a life. I've Zelda. killed a lot of foxes. <laughs> killed a lot of foxes? In Horizon Zero Dawn, oh. you gotta get their skin and their bones and make backpacks out of it. Aww. And every time you kill an animal in that game, they make the most alarming noise. It's like, <laughs> or like, <laughs> and it's like you feel so bad for killing them and skinning them, but 
Man, I need that backpack. I love in Zelda, <laughs> if you kill an animal, he just turns into a nice little piece of meat you can grab. <laughs> just this nice, like, cut piece of meat, and you can just grab it. Oh, yeah. man. So, yeah, we'll have a spoiler discussion. It's going to be its own separate standalone episode. That way you can still listen to our regular weekly show without worrying about yeah. spoilers. The point is that the, the guy, the completionist, basically made a video saying, this is hard to complete, you guys. <laughs> I don't know if I can complete this or not. He was like, I, there's no way. Like, it was pretty funny. Gotta even though there are people Clorox seeds, even though I have people see people online who do have 100 percent on Reddit, so it's possible. Mm. It's possible. Also, Photoshop exists. No, it doesn't. You're right. Uh, so yeah, we have that spoiler discussion coming up. We have another one for Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep. So by the time that one comes out, probably like two weeks from now, yeah, I'll definitely have completed it. Probably got the platinum trophy, and we'll talk about it with uh, another friend who also loves the game mm-hmm. and has completed it. And then there's going to be a little bit of a crossover, podcast crossover universe. That's right. Uh, coming also up in, two, in weeks. two weeks. If you haven't listened to a podcast called Geeky Discovery, it's a fun podcast with two women who talk about all sorts of geeky news and topics and things like that. And we're going to be on the show. I think we're talking about VR. Yep. And we're actually recording the session, this episode on a VR camera. Mm-hmm. So if you have a headset that can look at VR video, you'll be actually able to watch this it's gonna be so crazy it's gonna be so freaking cool i'm just nervous people are gonna see what i look like i have body image issues Chad. <laughs> it's from all that body shaming i've been doing <laughs> uh so look out for that i think we're recording that in two weeks i don't know when it's gonna post but lots of fun stuff coming up in the future future things are just blowing up for us you guys i know we're basically famous now <laughs> episode six we're on it i don't know if we say the names or the numbers of the episodes but yeah this is episode six now it is episode six, yeah. So we're basically nominated. But for... our audience already knew that because they listen to every moment and cherish every moment yep. of our show. And we're nominated for a Grammy now. We are. That's right. Do, do podcasts uh, get best Grammys? rap album? Best rap album. Yep. We're far too white. It was <laughs> That's not well. A thing. Well, oh, sorry. We we missed the cutoff for best rap album. We are EDM. Best oh, EDM album. I, I and do. this is because of my. Cat noise, not drowning don't, underwater. Don't make fun of EDM. I love EDM. I know you do, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, it, is this, it is the only thing I listen to. I don't yep. listen to anything oh, else. Oh, this song EDM. has words? Fuck that song. Oh, wait. The words are repeat themselves over and over and over again? The entire song? I literally only want to hear four words in my song, and I want to hear those words the entire song. Yeah. Some are even better than that. Some are only two words, or three. Around the world. Around the world. Oh, man. Around the world. Like Where does world. it take place? The world. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, more like a, around it, not like on the world. But like it's like around. It's like an orbit on the, on the international yeah. space station. Yep. It's going around. Have you seen that the movie world. Life? I don't want to. It was really great. Was it? It was really great. I went into it being like, this is gonna be an okay sci-fi movie, but no, it was really great. I don't want to see it. There are other things I want to see first, like Logan. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, well, that's because you're an idiot. Logan's fantastic. I haven't seen a single X Men movie before. Logan's fantastic. You don't have to see an X-Men movie. movie. There is this moment where where Chad just looked at me like, should I just taunt Holden completely and make him feel like an (laughs) asshole for not seeing a single X-Men movie? No. I mean, there are a lot of bad X-Men movies, but there are a lot of good X-Men movies, too. It just came out. Oh, I want to see Ghost in the Shell. I heard it wasn't that great, though. Oh, yeah. That bombed this weekend. Yeah. Did it bomb? Like, critically or box office? Uh, Box office. Really? Also, I I think critically it didn't do too well, either. Yeah, I think I got like a 50 in Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. I'm going to go see some Power Rangers tomorrow, though. Oh, it looks so bad. Yeah, I know it's going to be bad. It's going to be really bad. But I love me some Power Rangers. All right, what are our uh, subscriber our, interrogatives? Our subscriber interrogatives. 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 First question. Chad. Ready? 
What games do you feel ashamed that you've never played? Damn it, I, for- I meant to prepare for this. I actually, so, I was thinking my biggest game I felt ashamed of not playing was uh, was always The Last of Us and Uncharted. But I got those taken care of out of the way. Okay. Now, it is Mario Galaxy and Galaxy 2. I've never mm. played those games. And I really think I should. I'm, I'm embarrassed I haven't played those games before. I... Uh, Super the only Metroid. 2D, 3D Mario games. Oh, I have Super Metroid. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. I've never played Super Metroid, but I feel like that's one that I definitely should play, and I feel like I would like it a lot. Wait, I've... did you play Prime? I played, yeah, I played the whole Prime trilogy. I played Metroid okay. Fusion on Game Metroid Boy Prime is one of my favorite games. Those games are on point. So yeah. good. Um, Yeah. So Metroid. Yeah, you are missing out with the Super Metroid. Super Metroid. I would, I'll, I'll say this, because I played Super Metroid, and I remember going into it being like, yeah, this is gonna be good, but I'm just I played Prime, so I'm gonna be <laughs> so I'm gonna be like, oh, it's not Prime. That game is so fucking great on its own right. Let's take Even a little today. bit of a let's take a little bit of a a tangent here, real quick. Yeah. You guys, we're gonna put subscriber interrogatives on hold, and we're gonna improvise a little bit. I didn't put this in the whoa. note. Whoa, we're gonna Holden, improvise. What are your thoughts? This kind of goes back to exactly what you were just saying with Metroid Prime. What are your thoughts on? Going back to how Zelda used to be after playing Breath of the Wild. Um, Are you able to... Do you think it's going to be hard to go back and play like an Ocarina of Time type Zelda or a Wind Waker? Yes, I do. I legitimately do. Yeah. I have thought about playing like Twilight Princess again or Wind Waker again. And then I thought, oh, I wouldn't want to have to go to the water dungeon first, but I have to do the forest dungeon and the fire dungeon first. And I don't want to do it in that order. I want to do it in my order. And I just... I can't do that. And I don't... Yeah. The whole idea of being on a linear path kind of sucks. I Also, too, I never really did the side quests in Zelda games up until Breath of the Wild because it was it was just so enveloped in the world in Breath of the Wild, whereas right. the other games, I felt like I had to do these things. Like, oh, no, 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 I, I can't do that side quest because I got to go to this next, this next dungeon right now. And playing Breath of the Wild, it has opened doors for me in the Zelda series that I never had done before that were always there but are more welcoming in Breath of the Wild. So I can I don't think I can go back. Like I'm legit, really I'm legit as someone who has played and beat almost all of them. Every but everyone but two. Um Zelda 2 th- and Zelda 2 Majora's Mask and I played most of Skyward Sword but never beat it. And Triforce Heroes. Not even I bought it and I'm like why did I buy this? <laughs> I don't like the multiplayer Zelda games that much. To me it is a single player series. Sure. But yeah, I really am worried to go back because I have such cherished memories of playing those games yeah. that to go back and be like, oh, fuck Dragon Roost Island and Wind Waker. I don't want to do this right now. I don't want to have that moment. Yeah. I just don't want to have it. I'm worried. I'm going to give it some time, but I am going to go back and play those games. That's what I'm kind of worried. Like We're in this area where Breath of the Wild has redefined what Zelda is in such a way that you want every game to be Breath of the Wild after that. Mm-hmm. Um like Horizon Zero Dawn has done some things with the, the combat and things like that and the side quests in the overworld you want everything to kind of be like that and it's hard to go back to these things and I Can I go I want to give you a small example of, of Zelda and how small little thing makes a huge difference right yeah. I, I have a three heart challenge run I'm doing right now right of that okay. game and I had one heart left and I'm like I need to get a heart and I'm like there's a bird and I just pulled my, arrow, my bow and arrow out shot the bird and grabbed the little drumsticks it left and ate those like raw like that's how I got my hearts back and I'm like 
man, if this were an old Zelda game, I would have been like, fuck, I gotta walk around this empty field, find a little patch of grass somewhere, cut it until I find a heart. But this is like, oh, no, there's an animal over there, and I can go get it. And it felt more natural to do that than it sure. did to like go into fort, like the woods and try to cut some grass that is... Because here's, here's something weird about Zelda games, the old ones. You'd have grass you can cut and then a field that is flat green that's supposed to be grass. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. Like, this game is not like that at all. So, like, everything just feels so natural that, like, to go to that, like, oh, I need to get a heart. I have to go find a heart. That just seems weird now. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird to say that. I'm having a struggle right now where I bought... That was a good question. I bought Persona 4 Golden I on get PlayStation into it. Vita two years ago. And people have loved this game so much. It seems right up my alley, but I, I've always been like, man, this is like a hundred hour experience that I'm have to prepare myself for and get into. But I never actually got around to it. And now Persona Five is coming out. It's got like a ninety four on Metacritic, and people are saying this is the pinnacle of the series. Yeah, I haven't seen a single review that hasn't said that. Very much like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, um, and a lot of people are saying that this is. They take, rather than Breath of the Wild kind of redefining what Zelda is, this is taking everything about Persona and perfecting it. And this is the perfect version. And then after you play Persona 5, it's impossible to go back and play any of the other ones again because you're like, oh man, this just isn't as good or it, these mechanics don't work the way that I want them to. So I'm, I'm like, do I finally break out Persona 4 or do I jump into Persona 5 now that it's out and relevant and, and it's the new exciting thing and it's the great version versus the, the good version? Yeah. One thing that seems appealing to me about Persona 5 and what I didn't like about Persona 4 Golden was there is an, and I this seems like such a shitty thing to say there is so much fucking story in Persona 4 Golden I played the game for three hours and I'm like am I going to do anything besides read text in this game? <laughs> and it sounds so lazy to say that but apparently this game is a lot more you just kind of jump into it and you're playing it. The story is still there obviously because it's very important to the Persona series but I could not get into Persona 4 at all. Like, at all. I didn't even start it just because I knew it was going to be such a big commitment. It is a massive commitment just to, like, start the fucking game. It was like Twilight Princess, but worse. <laughs> Those games are apparently, you you know you're going to the you're gonna spend 10, 15 hours and not be anywhere in that game. But you're, you're just enjoying the ride, getting to know these characters and the story and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I really can't wait for you to play Breath of the Wild because you have experience with Zelda games. You enjoy Zelda games, but you're not like a super hardcore fan like I am. Yeah. That I'm, I'm curious how, how you feel about I've definitely never it. three heart challenged anything. Yeah, it was the most fun I've had playing a Zelda game was three heart challenging with Between Worlds. Woof. So I'm, I'm halfway done with um, Breath of the Wild three heart challenge. What does halfway mean? Have you collected 60 so, shrines and 150 Clorox brand seeds? So here's my here's what I'm doing for this run. It is I have to get all the Divine Beasts. Okay. There are four. I've done two of them, but I can't fill in my map. My map is completely empty. I'm not using any of the HUD. I have all the HUD stuff turned off, Okay. and I can't go to shrines because shrines you can fast travel. I have to get everywhere by horse or by foot. That sounds miserable. It is outrageously fun. <laughs> Cause you'll okay. Go, because you'll kind of be like, oh, okay, I know I have to go to this area of the map, but then you realize, oh, I was just using waypoints, setting a waypoint to where I needed to go in my first playthrough. Now I have to, like, find a mountain, climb to the top of it, and kind of peer around and be like, oh, okay, that's where I need to go. I think there's a path if I go this way. And you'll start going that way, and you realize, oh, my, my horse can't travel this way because the rocks start to slant down too much, and he gets freaked out, and he won't go over there. So now I have to 
figure out another way to get around. It really adds a whole new when they said in the game that that you uh, originally uh, Anuma Anuma was saying that the part of this game is that when you figure out where you have to go to, the puzzle is figuring out how you're going to get there from which direction. And I never understood what he really meant until I played it this way. Because when you're, when you're playing it with with fast travel and all that, you get to the one place you need to go to, and then you can just fast travel to get back there again. And that's just not a thing anymore for me. And it's really added a whole new element. Plus, there's the danger of, I have three hearts, and a, a, shing, a single shot from an arrow will kill me. Yeah. And that can happen at any point. Great. That sounds terrible. It's really tense and awesome. I mean, some people like enemas. Some people don't. So. <laughs> some, some people like nemesis systems some instead of enemas systems. Great. Thanks for going on that little sidetrack with me. No problem. Hey, Two more questions still, left. still a subscriber interrogative. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Just a long one. Uh, subscriber interrogative number two. What game have you put the most hours into in your life? I think mine... I think I've told you this. I don't know whether it was on the podcast or not. But mine would either be Perfect Dark. Played yeah. the shit out of that multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Played through the, the campaign a lot of times. Although I don't think we ever beat the final boss of that game. I remember fighting him a lot, but I don't think we ever beat him. Um, Perfect Dark or Guild Wars. Man, I played the shit out of the first Guild Wars game. I, I made still so don't many characters. understand Guild Wars. Oh, it's so good. And then Diablo 2. Um, yeah, I'm so lame. Uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. <laughs> Legend of Zelda Black Between Worlds. <laughs> Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Okay. Three games with the most time. Do you like two. Zelda? No, it's an overrated series. So Breath of the Wild, just because I played that game like nonstop when I got it. Sure. I, I haven't played it in a week, actually. And Link Between Worlds, I've just played it in so many different ways. I played it hero mode, he- uh, normal mode, hero mode collecting everything, three heart challenge normal mode, three heart challenge hero mode, three heart challenge hero mode without fairies. Uh, that one I can't be Ganon. I got to the end and I can't be Ganon because one hit, you're dead. That's it. Yeah. And then Twilight Princess, I put more time in that game than any other because in the summer one year, I go, I'm going to do Link's Adventure uh, as realistically as possible. When I sleep, that's when Link sleeps, and I will leave my GameCube on and running (laughs) the entire time. 200 hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just that one playthrough, not including my other – Mostly sleeping in that case, yes. And the other times I played it as well. So you're talking probably close to like 300 hours in that game. All right. Yeah. Cool beans, man. Very cool beans. Um, last question. Best animal in a video game? Yeah, I saw this one. I was trying to think. And I think my answer I – I was trying to think. Trying. So, so hard to think about things. Dog meat in Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. He's a little dog companion, and he, he would, if there were raiders, you were in, like, a raider camp or something like that, he would run up to a raider and, like, bite their neck and hold them so you could, like, shoot their head really quickly or something like that. It was great. Because they hadn't awesome. had that kind of companionship in a game before. Yeah. It was cool. I didn't think of one. Let's see. <laughs> you the wrote only the animals question. I, can think I mean, of, a subscriber I, did. A subscriber <laughs> did. Uh, we're subscribers. Um... <laughs> The only animals I can think of in video games are, like, Wolf Link or Epona. I can only think of Zelda. You've poisoned me. Yeah, that's what happens. You've poisoned me. This or the dog in Call my, of Duty. My, my, 
my goal is to turn this podcast to a Zelda-only podcast. It's not going to happen. Nope. Even I don't want that. Although I think we've mentioned it or talked about it in some capacity every single episode. We Although have. the same with Horizon Zero Dawn, so. Yeah. God, you're such a Horizon Zero Dawn nerd. 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 So yeah, I guess I'll go with Epona. That's a that's a cheap one. Although, I used to, when I was a kid, I used to draw. Yeah. I had a, a Legend of Zelda strategy guide. And I used to just draw all the characters from inside the strategy guide. And I would draw the shit out of Tiny Epona. There's little baby Epona from the beginning of Majora's Mask. Yeah. Yeah. And the first part of Ocarina of Time. This yeah. is blasphemous. I never really gave a shit about Epona. Really? Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you can get through Hyrule Field so much faster. Eh, not really. <laughs> it was already pretty small. Wow. Yeah, Twilight Princess is the only one where the first game where Epona made a difference. Jackies! And... Opponent was in Twilight Princess? It's been so long since. I played that game one time when it first came out. Yeah, she's in Twilight And all Princess. I re- really remember is some Japanese fish enemy with a metal hat. That was the first... Wolf Link. It was the first Zelda game where you could do sword combat on Epona. Oh, sword combat. Those the, that was the one that had the cool tricks and shit that you can learn. And Yeah. 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 Which is not in Breath of the Wild. I was surprised about that. Because there's no motion controls. Well, uh, there are well, types of motion controls. Technically, Twilight Princess didn't have motion controls either. If you count the game, excuse me, the GameCube version. I don't. That doesn't exist. That's how I played it. Best version of the game. You're an idiot. Yeah, I am. Obviously, the best version of the game is mirrored on the Wii version. So you hold your sword in the right hand. Here's how motion control worked. If you wave your controller, that's the A button. That was how intricate the motion controls were in that game. It was one of those things, like, too, where if you got frustrated and you shook your hands on accident... Link would just accidentally swing his sword instead of run away from an enemy or something like that you were trying to mm-hmm. do. Yep, I did that a lot. I don't like motion controls in games to that degree. It depends on the game. Un- unless it's Dark Souls 3 on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> and I love the motion controls. I think the best motion controls I've played in a game, I really liked using... This is going to sound awful because... Aside from VR. Yep. VR has some cool stuff. But uh, using the Move controllers playing Heavy Rain, I really enjoyed that experience. Interesting. interesting because that's already a game where you're just kind of going through and picking what you want to happen mm-hmm. rather than like actually playing a yeah. game mm-hmm. so to be in like a fight and you have to like turn your controller or like move like it's a steering wheel and you're like i, I enjoyed that a lot yeah. and those are our favorite pets in video those games. are our favorite animals Don't animals sorry oh sorry in a video game and that's the that's the subscriber interrogative list for this week. If you have a question that you want to ask us or an interrogative that you'd like to pose, tweet at us or Facebook us. Uh, again, shout out because this is what we do now since we only have two. Shout out to Dane Deasy and David Sullivan, our two likes on Facebook. <laughs> Those young gents, pretty great people. Uh, and then, yeah, check back in in the next couple of weeks. We'll have some fun stuff, some spoiler casts, some awesome VR discussions yeah. with Geeky Discovery. Yep. Uh, that's it for this week, you guys. Absolutely. Thank You're you all for listening. You're a bunch of twiddling time machines. Twiddling time machines. Did I stutter? <laughs> <laughs> it, it can't travel, travel in time. It's too busy twiddling. Have a good night, guys. I'm going to end it now. <laughs>